My name is Sarah Dudnitz, and you're listening to PR Hangover, a public relations podcast brought to you by Grand Valley State University's PRSSA chapter. We will go ahead and get started. Do you guys want to go ahead and tell me who you are and a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Evan Clark. I'm an advertising and public relations major, public relations emphasis. I'm a senior, so I am graduating next semester around April. I currently work as a writing assistant for Grand Valley Alumni Relations, and uh, I'm just a general member of this chapter's PRSSA. I'm Delaney McKenzie. I'm also a senior in the advertising and public relations program, um, emphasis in advertising, and I am this year's PRSSA president. Right now I'm working at Red 66 as a marketing associate and also work remotely as a social media and marketing coordinator for Team Show Stack Family Restaurants. I'm Sophia Anderson. I'm also a senior. I'm a double major in Spanish and public relations and I'm the VP of professional development for this chapter and I'm currently the social media intern for Experience Grand Rapids. Awesome. Well, thank you all for being here with me. We have some exciting stuff to cover. So just a few weeks ago, you all went to PRSSA International Conference in San Diego, which looked like so much fun. And I wish I could have been there. It looked like you guys had a blast and learned so much. I wish Um, you were there too. Oh, you're so sweet. (laughs) I was there in spirit. Um, What is one of the biggest things that you guys felt like you learned? Whoever wants to. Well, first of all, I'm definitely missing San Diego today. Um, We just got, I don't know. (laughs) Several inches of snow. Too much. Yeah, ridiculous. (laughs) So I I already had Paris ICICI on my mind today. But um, biggest thing I learned was probably during Brandy Boatner's breakout session. um, She emphasized the importance of knowing the business side of our field. And that's something I really took to heart and I've been thinking about since coming home now. Like we... Because Adam PR and the School of Com is separate from our business school, like that's something I feel like our students are missing out on. So it's something I am trying to take control over in my life and like teach myself the business terminology so that I am prepared when I get a full time job when I graduate and I can understand the business lingo that they're using. Like I need to be able to understand my client's perspective. Yeah, I remember um, during that session, Brandy mentioned that. Uh... The Economist has like a document on their website that you can buy for like 12 bucks and it's pretty much every business term that you need to know to be like, in her words, dangerous enough. Like you don't need like an MBA, no. but you just need to know enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that that's a piece of advice that I would probably give to every student. Yeah. One of the bigger themes that I wouldn't, I think that I already knew about PR, but was reminded of, um, during the conference was that people are the most important part of our industry and that was something that they referenced throughout the whole conference and I think that's something that is easily forgotten as we're studying but at the end of the day like the PR work that we're doing is going to the people and it's affecting people and it's for the the audience of a company Um, so I thought that was really cool to remind us students that we're making a difference for people and it's for an audience yeah that's awesome um, something that I really took away from it was uh, also during Brandy Boatner's session. Um, she mentioned a lot about personal branding um, and how it's not what you make of yourself, but what others make of you. So it's what you present to other people. So you might have this image of yourself in your mind, but it's what other people think of you. That's your personal brand. So what you present to others. And um, she mentioned beating imposter syndrome, which is just 
trying to cover up who you are instead of being your true authentic self to these people. Um, and she's mentioned how in our field it's so highly competitive um, and everyone's trying to like be the best, be perfect to their employers or to their clients or to whoever. Um, and just being authentic is the best way to just present yourself and your brand. A quote I remember from her session, she said, we don't want half of you to show up to work. Like, be your authentic self when mm-hmm. you're at the office and not at the office. Be yourself at all times and don't be pretending to be someone you're not. Yeah. If anyone's ever told you, to like, you're too loud, you're too quiet, you're too this or you're too that, like, don't listen to them. Just be who you are. And I thought that was really cool for, like, developing your personal brand. All right, so I know you guys have kind of already hit on this a little bit, but did you have a favorite speaker or a favorite topic specifically? My favorite session was one with Tracy Broom and Merritt McNeely, um, two women from Columbia and South Carolina. Um, They talked about their campaign for the solar eclipse, and I thought it was so interesting and intriguing, and they shared the way that they told the story, too, was like I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. They're great speakers and they did a really good job of showing all the tactics that they use and the strategies and objectives that they implemented. Um, so I thought they did an incredible job and from someone like I'm currently working in the tourism field and that is a big, was the main point of their um, campaign was to bring tourists to their city um, to experience this incredible solar eclipse. And I think that it was so interesting and I learned a lot from it and about um, tourism PR and I thought they did a really incredible job and I would love to be friends with them and talk with them. <laughs> they were really cool. Awesome. Um, that was also my favorite session from the conference. Um, the speakers talked about how in October of 2015, USA named Columbia, South Carolina as the best viewing place for the total eclipse. So they were faced with the question, how, what do you do when you hear that your city is going to be the number one viewing spot for the eclipse? And how are we going to monetize it? They drew 400,000 people to their city and they were motivating all of their local businesses to get involved. Um, they made campaign assets and shared them with all the local businesses. They could make it their own. They gave them the logo. So like small businesses like the library made their own t-shirts and using the logo um they got the whole city involved and really made their city a place to visit year-round from that eclipse yeah i really like how they made it a community effort and got it wasn't like no like we made this stuff it's ours you have to buy Mm -hmm. it from us they were generous and they wanted people to have these assets and to share it to promote their city because at the end of the day it's to promote for the bigger it's a bigger picture. It's for the whole community. It's for the people. Like yeah, yeah. That. It has a bigger economic impact. And in order to, to like, bring 40,000... 400,000. 400, you need the whole town to be involved and on board and, and sending the same message that this is a great place to yeah. be. So I think that they did a really good job of that. That's really impressive. It that's was. one of those things, too, that I feel like they could have so easily looked at it and been like, oh, that's cool. Like, we're the mm-hmm. best meeting place. Mm-hmm. And then moved on like, to the share next thing. Like, share on Facebook. Right, right. Yeah, but no. To, yeah. like, spot that opportunity and make something so big out of it is really, really cool. It yeah. was also a big, like, one of the challenges they had in their campaign. It was a public safety concern with oh, the glasses. Because yeah. I remember, I remember mm-hmm. seeing that all over the place. Like, the glasses aren't safe. Like, don't <laughs> look at the sun. Yeah. And, like, everyone was panicking. So that came down to their responsibility to, like, 
verify what's safe and what's not and make sure that everyone in their whole city and everyone who would come in as tourists had access to yeah. what was safe. Even know? just flooding the streets with 400,000 people. Exactly, like Thinking yeah. about that in terms of safety for that. Like, yeah. Right. They can't just ignore. That was something they definitely could not ignore, especially for the sake of safety. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if they would have ignored it, then all of a sudden 400,000 people show yeah. up. Like, mm-hmm. and that's like where, where are they going to go to the yeah. bathroom? Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Time. Like, just like the, the small <laughs> the details you don't think about that are so important that would have really affected right. their whole community. Yeah. If they, they would have ignored it. actually handed out some of the glasses at our session, and mm-hmm. they talked about it a little more, and they said they cut costs on the sunglasses by having sponsorships and logos on them and well it was their community responsibility to make sure the public was safe so they handed them out to everyone in the public for free yeah that's That's awesome awesome. yeah i mean i've said it before and i'll say it again brandy boatner was amazing um so her session was about the hidden world of pr um and she's actually going to be coming to our chapter Um, March 21st, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, she'll be be here for Thursday. She calls herself the Beyonce of branding. She touched on um, five things that everyone should know before they enter the professional world. Um, They were personal branding, failure, business literacy, like Delaney mentioned, uh, skills building, and the art of negotiation, which I thought that last one was extremely helpful as a senior. I'm going to be graduating and going into the field soon. knowing how to kind of work your way through an interview and the hiring process and she touched on um how to ask for like a higher salary how to negotiate pay um how to nail the interview just everything about it it was uh really helpful for someone like me well i'm excited for her to come to prssa she sounds incredible (laughs) your expectations will be met i promise you she was (laughs) so exciting and so energetic i literally could not stop listening like it was insane. Yeah. I really liked how she was like, when you're like negotiating salary, you are well within your right to ask for like what the maximum pay is mm-hmm. for that position. Well, that's what she said it's not too. inappropriate to ask yeah. that. I feel like when, like, especially right when we graduate from college, we just feel like we need to accept any offer that we get. And it'd be so rude of us to ask mm-hmm. for anything more than what they offer. They obviously know better than we do. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Like at that point, we're like, we'll take what we can get. But she right. says, no, like, look look know into it mm-hmm. yeah she says yeah, know your worth visit the u.s department of labor for statistics to find out what you should be making yeah look up like your job similar job titles the location where you're applying and interviewing and just know how much they make in that field generally like on average mm-hmm. and just like see if the job that you're trying to get is even worth it at that point yeah. like delaney said if even if they offer you that you don't have to take it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Obviously, you guys learn so much, and that's awesome. But whenever you go on trips like this, there's always other fun memories where you spend so much time with so many people. Um, what are some of your favorite, maybe not directly PR-related memories? Well, one of my favorite memories was just Friday night. They have this opening dance, and where all the chapters come together, and we have like food, and then we just break it down on the dance floor, and it's an absolute <laughs> blast. Um, we. Our chapter is great in PR, but great on the dance floor as well. <laughs> we are <Fantastic>. impressive. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't doubt it for a second. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I was so impressed by my fellow members. I was like, yeah, that's, I know him. <laughs> it was great. It was really fun. Um, but another great memory was, I think it was Monday we went, or yeah, Monday we went to lunch by the water right by USS Midway. And we had this great view of like, 
the harbor and right behind us was the unconditional surrender statue and it was just really fun um it was a great lunch great seafood and then afterwards we went and took pictures by the unconditional surrender statue and we reenacted it with everybody (laughs) and it was so much fun like one of my favorite memories and like we um then we all t- like we individually reenacted it, and then we took a big group photo, and it was so funny. Evan was the girl in the photo, yeah. and then Melissa was the guy, and that's yeah. my favorite thing. Like just to zoom in on that photo, sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, and Evan's like posed better than yeah, I am. Like <laughs> the girl, I was like, oh my goodness. But yeah, really, just any time, like hanging out, like even in downtimes between sessions, was an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never boring. It was never like let's get on with it. Like I enjoyed every second. Just getting to know fellow members and building relationships with them was like my absolute favorite part. And I like feel like I came back with like a ton more best friends, and it's awesome. Yeah, I know we the... have some friends from our Wayne State chapter, so shout out to you yes. guys. Yes, give us a like if you're from Wayne State. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved, absolutely loved hanging out with, especially. Um, the Michigan chapters, it was really fun, and Wayne State was, like, our partners in crime. It was really fun. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It was yeah. really cool. During the roll call, whenever you'd hear, like, a university from the state of Michigan, you'd just be like, oh, hey, and we would just, like, cheer really well. Oh, yeah. It was so fun. My favorite memory was during our awards ceremony. It was our last night of the trip, Monday evening. Adrian was recognized with Outstanding Faculty Advisor of the Year, and I was sitting next to her during the dinner ceremony, and I had never seen Adrian look surprised before, and that like was just the most touching moment ever. To like when she finally got the recognition, international recognition that she deserves, like mm-hmm. I couldn't have been more proud. I'm so happy for her to have received that award. Yeah, um, one of my favorite memories, not as you know heartfelt as the Winnie's was, but all I remember is Alyssa and I. It was like two in the morning. And we got on these Lyft scooters. You know, like those the, are yeah, so fun. Yeah, it's the scooters like owned by Lyft, and you just get the app, and you just Find I don't know. Them in the city. Yeah, you yeah. just scan the QR code on it, and you can ride it for like however long. It's like twenty five cents, like every ten minutes or something like that. And it was so fun. We rode for like two hours on these little Lyft scooters, just like I don't know within the four block radius of our hotel. And I feel like we saw so much like just around us. It was so fun. Oh, just like spontaneously we're just like you want to do this <laughs> let's do it yeah we like, don't have as... those in grand rapids let's <laughs> no. do it yeah we we're just like might as well it was awesome oh that's so fun yeah. so delaney you kind of hit on our next question so first of all if you know adrian wallace you know that she is so so deserving of this award and we are so lucky with how much she pours into us and pours into prssa and grand pr but that is not the only award that we walked home with, correct? That is correct. Um, first of all, touching on Adrian's word, I'm convinced that woman doesn't sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how she ever would sleep. She does so much. Truly. So, uh, yeah, I just, I want to just express, like, how deserving she really is of that award. I think I, she may have, like, shed a tear I or think, <laughs> I think I saw a glisten. That'd be, that'd be a first. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I saw some water in those eyes, and I was like, just do it. Let it go, sister. Like, <laughs> like for us. And it was... Courtney, our former podcast director that Submitted. nominated her for that, yes. correct. Yeah, and if we so could have cool. only taken home one award, I'm glad it was that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very sweet. Um, additionally, we took home the University Service Award, which was for um, a campaign that Grand PR implemented last year, Sawyer's Day, which was their full back basketball game for um, our almost-to-be mascot. mascot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
the Sawyers. We used to. We, we were almost loggers. So the mascot almost used to be like this lumberjack man with his saw, and we were almost the Sawyers. So it was like a fun little callback that yeah. Grand PR, the student-run firm, um, helped Grand Valley put on. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. We also won award for outstanding partnership with a PRSA, PRSSA relationship. So mm-hmm. our relationship with WMPRSA has now been internationally recognized. We try to do a lot of work with them, and we think that they're they get excited to work with us students too, and they even learn from us as well. Um, we have a, a few upcoming events with them this month even, and we just can't wait to see how that relationship continues to grow in the future. And the fourth award we took home was Star Chapter Award, and this is the seventh year that Grand Valley yeah. has received this award. That's awesome. Ooh, yes. So that was actually announced on the first day of the conference, and all everyone from our chapter receives a little badge to put on their lanyard throughout the whole conference. But... It was a very, very exciting conference, and our suitcases were a little bit heavier. <laughs> for you. They were. All those awards. All that hardware. <laughs> all, all, all that hardware. Happy stuff, all those awards. So, first of all, thank you so much, all of you, for being here and chatting with me about PRSSAIC. It really sounds like you had a blast, and I'm more jealous than ever that I couldn't go. Um, but for anyone listening, any PRSSA chapters who weren't able to go this year but are interested in going next year, we have a little bit of details about that. Um, where is it going to be next year? It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. Awesome! I, I love wait. Nashville. Yeah. Music City. Music okay. City. It'll be so fun. And to anybody on the fence um, about going, just just do it. Go. <laughs> It was an incredible experience. Uh, these past two years, in the first year I went, I was just a general member and really just rejoining the organization after being away. And it was the best thing I could have done in my PR career and getting back involved with this organization and gaining friends in my um, in in this major. So it was really great, and I would support anybody that is deciding to go that they just do it and jump all in and just go for it because it's an absolute blast good advice it sounds like the cost is well well worth it oh absolutely bringing your chapter together and priceless some would say (laughs) you can't put a price on this you cannot and the things that you learn the connections you make is is actually is truly priceless yeah yeah you only have so many years in prssa why not do this great thing make the most yeah exactly just go for it I hope you've enjoyed listening to PR Hangover. If you'd like, you can give us a follow on Twitter at GV underscore PRSSA, and you can check out our show notes at GVPRSSA.com.